Salutations. Welcome to Spiritual Blitherings, Philosophical Ponderings, and Everything Ramblings at the Hopeful Humanist Cafe. I'm your host, Steve, the Hopeful Humanist. Today we're going to talk about ideas and flow, the good life, and a resource for our spiritual toolbox. Today in episode 14, entitled Micro-Podcasting, Expressing Yourself and Creating Happiness, I'm going to showcase a resource called Anchor. But before I do, I just want to share that I have a specific goal for myself in terms of this particular episode. And my hope is that this idea will spill over into future upcoming episodes. So in the spirit of micro-podcasting, I would like with this episode to create a listening experience that is a cup of tea in length. For me, micro-podcasting is about sharing succinctly information, ideas, and experiences that can enrich other souls' lives. If I was to try to come up with a little creative caption to capture the essence of micro-podcasting, I would say it is optimistically creative and helpful brevity. I think many of us that we're struggling with time constraints, time crunches. We are not time affluent. And as a result of this, we got to watch our time. And so I was thinking about this idea of shortening my podcast to a length that maybe is more in the 10 minute range. Now my role models were Joe Rogan and Chuck and Josh. Joe Rogan's from the Joe Rogan Experience. Chuck and Josh are from the Stuff You Should Know. And I mean, I, I think Joe Rogan epitomizes the idea of creativity. He seems to like having conversations and he's turned this into a livelihood where he invites guests on and they're talking for up to two hours, three hours sometimes. Josh and Chuck do the same on the Stuff You Should Know podcast where they're talking about interesting things in life in about a 45 minute to an hour episode. So I, I just thought, you know, if you're going to create a podcast, you need to follow suit. But uh, that's not the case. I'm thinking that because my goal with this adult learning project or this leisure project is to share resources, I can really reduce the talk time to make sure that I'm honoring that people don't have a lot of time to dedicate to a lot of discussion on podcasts. So that's my goal and we're going to see how I do. I want to start with a quote to kick things off and this comes to us from Franklin D. Roosevelt. Happiness lies in the joy of achievement and the thrill of creative effort. So I can relate to this. I mean for me whether I'm creating a podcast for the Hopeful Humanist Cafe or I'm experimenting with Twitter where I'm trying to write a short story with tweets, this thing called Twitterature. I got to say, it feels good to create. I lose time, I experience flow, and I think if we explore the depths of ourselves, that uh, we, we genuinely have a need, a need to be creative. I think it's like a biological imperative. It's part of the fabric of our being. So what is this thing called creativity? I'm going to reference a quote from Shanna Leibowitz of Greatest, and uh, she shares that there's no concrete definition of creativity, but most experts agree it's got something to do with the ability to come up with new ideas, new links between ideas, and novel solutions to problems with or without destroying a pack of Crayolas. So there is a lot of research linking creativity and happiness, and I just want to quote two sources directly. The first one comes from Pacific Standard Magazine, 
Engaging in creative pursuits allows people to explore their identities, form new relationships, cultivate competence, and reflect critically on the world. In turn, the new knowledge, self-insight, and relationships serve as a source of strength and resilience. The second one comes to us from Amanda and Yati at CNN, and she shares, the link between creativity and better mental and physical health is well established by research. Creating helps make people happier, less anxious, more resilient, and better equipped to problem solve in the face of hardship. Right? So when we look at the research, we can see that creativity helps us reduce stress. It helps us reduce our levels of depression. It helps people with chronic illness, helps us better understand our emotions, to be able to be more fully in the moment. And it feels good to look at her. It feels good to create something. Creating allows us to experience flow and it facilitates happiness. Now, something that's really important not to overlook is the importance of person activity fit. So what works for me might not work for you, right? We need to make sure that we align the activities that we do with our interests. So while today I'm showcasing in terms of creativity, this resource called Anchor, which focuses on podcasting. It originally, I believe, was being advertised as a micro podcasting website. So while this is something that's attractive to me, might not be attractive to you, the listener, but for some people, it might be exactly what you've been looking for. It doesn't really matter what you do. It just matters that you're doing something creative that strikes a chord with you, something that resonates. So for someone, they might want to create a completely new recipe for dinner that they're going to share with some guests that they're hosting for the night. Um, or they're just going to try a new recipe that's from a cookbook that they haven't cooked before. You might want to minimize and change the way your home feels or and this could include like redecorating and redecorating your your bedroom and trying to create a beng shui experience or it could be coming up with a good idea like creating an adventure room at home for your kids what matters is that you're doing something that's creative and it allows you to align your interests with the activity that you're doing when we are creative there's a whole bunch of benefits and these different articles that i just referenced kind of identify five themes so let's just quickly look at those five themes so that we're clear about it benefit number one of creativity it helps us focus on the moment and it distracts us from worry so in terms of reducing stress reducing depression Sometimes we need something that's going to take our mind off our situation and allows us to kind of lose ourselves in an activity where in the process we lose time and everything becomes about the activity that we're engaged in. Number two, creativity helps us express and process emotions. So for someone that might be dealing with chronic pain or someone who is struggling with depression, it gives you a medium in which to express yourself in terms of the feelings and the thoughts that core that are coalescing inside it's an outlet number three creativity gives us a sense of purpose for me the whole famous cafe is a adult learning project or a leisure project that brings my life a lot of fulfillment 
I really enjoy looking at resources, then offering them as a thought, sharing them as a possibility for other people to explore, experiment with, to see if maybe you might put something in your spiritual toolbox. The fourth one, I've said it a couple times already, and I'll say it again. It just feels good to be creative. And the proof is in the pudding, right? We can look at the stats, but at the end of the day, when you're doing something creative, it's a firsthand experience in terms of how you become elevated. And so try something new or do the things you already really enjoy doing and create that opportunity for you to experience creative joy. The last thing is creativity creates a healthy state of mind and a healthy state of being. It allows for mind body unison activities. Sometimes when we're at work, our body's doing one thing and our mind is someplace else. But when we're having flow experiences, our bodies and our minds and our spirits are all aligned. And that's an exciting place to be. So what is this resource that we're talking about? Anchor. Well, there's uh, six different things I'd like to mention. And a number of them are um, some benefits. But uh, some of the other points I'd like to make are just kind of about micro-podcasting in general. So number one, the Anchor Podcast platform is a one-stop shopping experience. It's an app you can record an episode in and then publish it. So it has unlimited free hosting. They don't charge creators to make or store their content. There's no storage limits. They will distribute the material for you. It's one-click distribution. You can make your podcast available anywhere where people are listening, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and Spotify. You can record from anywhere. And this is a really interesting one. This is where you could possibly save some money. So you could use Anchor's mobile app. You can use the iPad app. Or you can use desktop applications. So for me, I actually am on Podbean. The Hope Humans Cafe is on, hosted on Podbean. And I'm, I'm happy with that. If I discovered Anchor first, possibly I would be on this other platform. But the thing about uh, the Anchor platform is you could use your phone and then access the app on your phone, create your file, do some minor editing, and then you can directly post it online and then it's going to be distributed for you. In terms of my creation experience, I have right now I'm using my Zoom H1 Handy Recorder and my lapel mic or um, when my computer's working, which it's not right now, got to think about perhaps that's going to be on the Christmas list. I'm using my Audio-Technica microphone and a small mixer board. So you have the opportunity to just create an episode without requiring any of that stuff. You just need your phone. This is something that you can involve friends with. Uh, you can monetize your experience if that's something interesting to you. And there's some straightforward analytics, right? So I think it's a really great platform. There's some captivating cover art that's available for you to customize your podcast in terms of logos or some uh, pictures that you want to put up to kind of bring your image to the next level. And then uh, some of these other points I just want to make are kind of kind of secondary to specifically Anchor, but they're still relevant to the idea of micro podcasting in general. So number four, it democratizes voice, right? So what 
anchor is doing is saying if you have an idea, if you have a strength, if you have a skill, if you're even on top of what's going on in the world, you can make a file, you can do some minor editing, and then you can immediately publish it so other people can listen to it. And what's exciting about this is generally speaking, historically, we have been the receivers of information. We've been digesting. It's kind of like the filling us up uh, from, you know, in terms of like possibly, you know, a corporate vision of the way the world should be seen. But we get to actively participate in shaping the world and, and being involved in really important discussions, democratizing voice. I think that's really incredible. Number five, as I said in my introduction in terms of the goal that I have for myself, this format acknowledges that for many of us, we are not in fact time affluent. And so it challenges us to be mindful about creating some content that's digestible in some small chunks. And lastly, I just wanted to note that I have personally experimented with the Anchor resource, even though I have my Hopeful Humanist Cafe set up with Podbean, and I'm a very happy customer. I made three episodes. I created three episodes. Uh, I was thinking about creating two websites because I thought, um, not two websites, but two podcasts because I thought, you know, in terms of brevity, uh, maybe I could achieve this with blithering thoughts, uh, this second podcast. But, you know, while many of us don't have enough time you know, and that would require time. I also don't have enough energy to be doing two things like that. So my goal is to try to have this idea of creating a shorter podcast for this episode spill over into future episodes. I'm going to take it down. I'm going to shut down the Blittering Thoughts podcast. The three podcast episodes will be available for a brief time for you to kind of check it out and see what the listening experience there might be. And as I said, uh, for me, I'm going to continue um, with Podbean. The Hopeful Humanist is a Just Some Guy production on Pod, Podbean. And I'm, uh, I'm using a couple of additional pieces of equipment that you would not need with Anchor, i.e. my uh, handy recorder or my technical recorder and the mixer board. Now, just for your information, uh, there is a number of shows that uh, are out there. And some people might be discouraged. I mean... The information that I got is there's um, from Apple, I believe in 2018 of uh, early June this year, suggested uh, at uh, one point there are 550,000 podcasts out there. Uh, Fast Company published an article in April 20, on April 25th, 2018, and stated that there are over 525,000 active shows and over 18.5 million episodes available for your listening pleasure, which is pretty incredible. But I think, you know, there's a, a niche out there for everyone. And it's exciting because people are sharing their strengths and uh, sharing ideas and, and sharing resources. And it's free. And that's really incredible. So I'm going to end. But before I do, I just want to offer some creative activities that you might want to tackle if you're struggling with some thoughts about what you could do to experiment with creativity. So number one, I'm suggesting maybe perhaps you sign up on Twitter and start to write that uh, book you've always wanted to write and uh, experiment with uh, Twitterature. If you want to check out my Twitter book, it's uh, you, you would go and create an account and it's hashtag off script living. 
and I've got uh, I'm working on the third chapter at this point and as I said it's experimental um, number two you know um, I shared that for me the essence of podcasting is optimistically creative and helpful brevity perhaps uh, as a creativity activity you could come up with three words to capture the essence of this part or this point of your life three words so for me it would be explore expand become that's kind of the motto of the hopeful humans cafe and i think it becomes like an intention that we can use to orient our lives well it's an an intention that i can use to orient my life but if you come up with three words it could become your intention and uh, additionally if you're going to tackle this one maybe uh, think about uh, what chapter you're currently in in terms of the unfolding uh, story of your life. Number three, uh, invent a word. Like, why not get up uh, involved with some creative English? So for me, I, I uh, recently tweeted um, a word that I invented called if, I-T-H. And it is the, uh, I'm defining it as the cosmic pronoun for interconnectedness, where one feels a part of everything in a state of awe. Right? Like you're standing before the Rocky Mountains and you just sense that there, this grandeur, it's, it's, it's just, there are no words to capture it. But yet it seems like there's something larger at operation. And for me, it's, it's not a God per se, but still to just refer to it as it it's not enough right so i've created that word if um why not sing a spontaneous song while inventing a new dance move you know just create so my invitation is just to follow your creative instinct and to experiment i want to thank you for tuning in and joining me for this tip of the iceberg conversation about creating happiness I look forward to our next meeting of the minds. And as always, the conversation is ongoing and continuous. Peace for now.